Hi, my name is Don Jarosho, and welcome to the new In the Footsteps of the Parsha podcast. I'm married. I Baruch Hashem have three children. I live in Lakewood, and I am currently learning in BMG, Beis Medrash Gavoya, currently in the pursuit of smicha. In the next few minutes, I'd like to give you a brief rundown of the history of what I've been doing with this Lechtech project, how this podcast came about, and what the meaning and purpose, and what I hope to try to convey through this podcast. I'm originally from Muncie, New York. At the age of five, I had a younger brother, Noach, Noach Rafal. When he was four years old, he passed away. That experience, that life experience, had an everlasting effect on me, on my family. And I was always, in a good way, a little different, a little more sensitive to life, trying to find deeper meaning and connection to Yiddishkeit, to Kaddish Baruch Hu. And I truly believe that that experience, those years, have definitely molded me and helped me come to where I am now. About six years ago, married, living in Eretz Yisrael, learning in the mirror of Yishalayim, I was paired with a chavrusa by the name of Yisrael Levin, Zeichel Levracha. We literally learned Yomim Valailo. I was married, he was a bachar at the time. We learned and learned before Shachris, in the middle of the day, second seder, night seder, he would bike over to Ramada Shkol, we would accomplish, we just learned blot after blot, day after day, night after night. There was no such thing as a fast day or any breaks or weekends. He walked over on Shabbosim and we learned and learned and learned and accomplished a lot. And unfortunately, as you may know, he was tragically taken along with his kala in a horrific car accident. That car was mine. And this experience as well had a tremendous impact and impression on my life. And it was after that Pesach that he was nifter, I was thinking, what can I do? I have my brother, Noach, who was Nifter many years before. I experienced the death of my Chavusa. I was so close with him. He was like a Ben Bias. He was always in our house learning, coming for meals on Shabbos, bringing light and happiness to our house. He was so witty and humorous. I enjoyed every second being spent with him. And I contemplated and I thought, what can I do to perpetuate the Aliyah of these Heiligen Neshamas, the Neshama of my brother and the Neshama of my Chavusa. And it dawned upon me, perhaps, this is an opportunity to start a Kail, a Naikail. The next man, I went back to Israel, and without exaggeration, I had guys literally knocking on my door to join the Kail, but unfortunately, due to limited funding and limited slots, for most of the duration of the Kail, we had about 14 young young Torah Avrechem, learning in the Kail, and it was tremendous. We would finish Masechdas. This kail was called Kail Ner Yisrael. Ner are the letters Nun Resh, which correspond to the letters of the name of my brother Noichirfal, Nun Resh, Ner. And Yisrael was chosen because that was the name of Noichirfusa Yisrael Levin. And the kail went on for three years. It was amazing. Guys were growing. Guys were involved. We were lit up. We were finishing Masechdas. It was truly an incredible, surreal experience. It was amazing. Almost three years ago, we moved back to America at the onset of COVID. And I was able to run the Kaila for another year here in Lakewood. But after that, due to different circumstances, we had to give it a break. And in Mitzvah Shem, one day when the right opportunity arises, we're going to open those doors back up to Kaila and Israel. But I definitely needed something, a project, a Kaila, something to perpetuate, to keep the torch going to keep that aliyah in motion, to always be connected to the neshamas of my brother, my chavusa. I was always writing as a fundraiser for my kail. Every week I would write a dvar Torah. 
It didn't have a name. It was just Divertai would send out a small email list and I would write every week. I would get nice feedback, interactions with different people, family, friends. So once I put the coil on the back burner, I decided let's put everything, let's invest it all into the publication, into making this a real legitimate publication. So I kept on writing and writing and I would edit it myself and the email list got larger. Until last year, I said, we really got to take this to the next level. So I reached out to Mrs. Bina Sclair of Minneapolis, Minnesota, where my in-laws are from, where they live. And with Hashem's help, ever since that phone call, we got the graphics set up. Now we have a beautiful publication. It's beautifully edited. There's Divir Halacha. There's stories of Tzadikim. There's Chizik. Inspiration on a weekly basis. The name for this publication was an issue. I never had a name. All the years, I sent out an email with a logo on top that said, but it never had a name. Last Matzi Rosh Hashanah, the name hit. The name Lech Dechacharai was born. It was after a full day in shul, davening and singing the beautiful songs of Rosh Hashanah and a Matzi Rosh Hashanah after Havdalah. I was holding my newborn baby, Eliezer, and I was standing by my svarim shrank, by my bookshelf. And I was just gazing at the svarim and I was still humming the tunes from shul. I was humming the tune of Lech Dechacharai and I was looking at a specific book from Judah Michelle about Derech. A safer that I've been reading at the time. I was very inspired. I still am. I read it all the time. It's a great book. And I was just thinking that whole mix of emotions. I was holding my newborn baby. I felt like I was just a baby. I grew up so fast. Time flies. It was just Rosh Hashanah. There was Din. It's real. I have this book, Baderech, how we're all on the way. And on the spot, I told my wife, I said, we're in. We found the name. And the name Lech Techachai was born. And that Shabbos, I already changed the logo to Lech Techacharai. And finally, in time for Bracious, we had Lech Techacharai, the first publication with the beautiful graphics, the different columns for Halacha, for Chizik. We have the Lech Techacharai section, we have the Hachzik Acharai section. And since Parsha's Bracious, every week we'd send out the publication Lech Techacharai, beautiful publication. It's so beautiful in color. And even if you print out black and white, it's also beautiful. And the email list grew and grew. Every week, the word was spreading a little bit. And then someone had an idea, let's make a WhatsApp group. We started a WhatsApp group and Baruch Hashem, the group took off. It flourished. We have approximately a thousand people now on the WhatsApp. We have hundreds on the email and we're growing. Every week, people are still joining, getting involved, being inspired from the light of Lechtech. And over time, people have asked, why don't you make a video? Why don't you make an audio? So I said, okay. Let's try an audio. So for the past few months, I've been sending out, along with my publication, an audio. And in more recent times, there's been a request for a podcast to ease the listening experience. And here I am today presenting you with the In the Footsteps of the Parsha podcast. I really hope you enjoy. I hope you grow together. The whole idea of Lechtech Achrai, of how the Yidden, they traversed, they traveled through the desert, to the Midbar, for all those years, with ironclad, Amuna and Betachan HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's a phenomenon that really resonates with me, that I always look to and try to derive chizik from that, because we're all on a journey. We're all on our personal deserts. We all have shifting sand under us, confusion, resistance. We experience feelings of despondency, of yish. And the point is, we have to emulate those footsteps of our ancestors, of our avos, that they just kept on going. They had the Mon, they had the Be'er Shal Miriam, they had the Amud Eish, they had the Anani Akavad, and they just kept on going. 
And we too, we have the Rebbeinish Lelem. And all that He gives us to keep going on our personal journey with ironclad Emunim Bitachin and not to let anything get in our way and just to throw all of our burdens, all of our worries and confusion on Him and remember that He will take care of us. He's always holding us through our personal desert. We're never alone. We're never abandoned. We're always in the embrace of His arms and in the midst of His never-ending love and kindness. By following the light, guidance, and timeless values of the Torah and emulating the footsteps of our ancestors, I hope to provide relatable and practical inspiration and chizik from the parsha every single week. It is my greatest hope and plea that you find substance and joy in these words. May we grow and become elevated together as we embark in the journey of In the Footsteps of the Parsha. I hope you enjoy.